Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. He's colossal. Stupendous. One might even go so far as to say he's mediocre. This is our Signal Storm podcast. been a fan of the Salcedo Storm podcast and you've been listening to us religiously, if you uh, have found the Chris Salcedo shows on KSEV and uh, also on Newsmax, you know that I get rather passionate about certain things. And that's just that's just how I'm wired. And I, I'm wondering, and I, I've often wondered this, about the level, uh, varying degrees, the varying levels of passion among the conservative movement. I mean, what does it take to get our people riled up and 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 excited about protecting their rights and liberties and their constitution? I indifference to me is a cancer. I mean, it really is. Uh, and and I've, I I sometimes sit back and say, "Wow, look at all this harm being done to our people, to our society, to our country." And people, oh, ho hum, whatever. That, that type of mentality. I can't, I can't wrap my, my head around that. One of the, the biggest things you can do to, to me, to make me an enemy, a, a committed and dedicated enemy, is betray me. That is, that is the number one thing that I think motivates me. If, if, if you have my trust and I place my trust in you, my faith in you, and you betray that trust, to me, there is no other more stinging and harmful knife through the heart than that. That's how I'm wired. So when, when I dare put my trust, I think I've told this story before. I know I've told it on the Chris Salcedo show various times, but maybe not here on the Salcedo Storm podcast. Remember when Barack Hussein Obama was elected? I... This guy was such a gifted orator that I I said, you know, maybe, maybe I'll give this guy a chance. Maybe he will live up to all the soaring rhetoric. But after about a month, he proved to be pretty much the empty suit, left-wing communist socialist that I know him to be. And, but if I had never believed in him, I would have like, well, you know what, that's, that's no big affront. He's been my enemy. He's always my enemy. But the fact that I, I dared to believe in him, 
and and put my tr- I gave him the benefit of the doubt for about a month. And then that is what made his betrayal sting that much more. And I think that's kind of the reason why I look at Facebook, I look at Twitter, I look at Google. These are allegedly American companies, right? They they have made their billions on the American capitalist free enterprise system on the promise that, hey, we're going to put up a product that you will love, that that we are going to be partners with you, and we're, we're going to allow you to freely express yourself, and, and this is going to be an open platform, and, and, and Congress is going to protect us from lawsuits because we're open platforms, and we're not going to edit your content, and then they, they built up this confidence they, with their millions and billions. They built up this, this infrastructure and used their dominance in the marketplace to edge out competitors, which, by the way, we were all fine with because, you know, we could get our message out. We could get uh, our connections with friends and, and maybe sever some connections with people who had fallen out of favor with us. And, and all these guys were doing was providing the platform. But that all changed in the era of President Trump. That all changed. And then they used that power. They used that trust. They used that money to say, now that we've got you, we're going to change the rules. Now that we're dominant, we're going to. And, and now that we have rigged the game so we can't be challenged. And so that it's going to be very, very hard for corporate interests and for individuals who built their businesses on our platforms, it's going to be very, very hard for them to start from scratch and go someplace else. Then they turn the tables on us. They betrayed us. Google and YouTube and Google is YouTube. YouTube is Google. Uh, Facebook and Twitter, they changed the rules in the middle of the game and they betrayed us. And then they said, well, because of our our market share because our wink and a nod with each other that we're a bunch of left-wing communist socialist nutbags uh, where we know that you can't go anyplace else and monetize your business. Uh, my pals Diamond and Silk, they had built up a, a little mini empire on monetizing their content online. And then all of a sudden, the online providers, Facebook, Twitter, Google, and YouTube, they started dialing back their ability to reach their their viewers and their listeners and their audience because they betrayed Diamond and Silk. They betrayed us all. So that's one aspect. They you got into it's, it's like you got into business with somebody and they're like and they took you for everything you've got. It's exactly what Google, Facebook, and Twitter have done to us. There's that. Then there's the the anti-Americanism on display of these so-called American companies. These people are committed to making sure yours and my free speech is curtailed to the point where even YouTube is and, and Facebook and Twitter are censoring medical debate, which is constitutionally protected speech. Now, granted, I know they are private companies and they're able to do that, but in my mind, they should be made to admit to, to everybody, we're going to censor you. We don't believe in free speech. We don't believe in, in uh, making sure you have all of the perspectives that are out there 
to make your medical choices. We're going to curtail it. Even though we're not medical professionals, we're going to curtail it. And I believe these social media giants are putting many of our lives at risk in doing so. So two aspects to this. Now, I'm going to talk to one of those guys who is trying to make it so we don't have to suffer under these totalitarian, communist, so-called American companies. And we'll do that coming up next on the Salcedo Storm Podcast. And now a word from our sponsor. Does the state of the economy have your head spinning? Let American Medical Plans relieve one burden, health insurance. American Medical Plans specializes in under 65 health insurance plans that have zero co-pays and no deductibles. You choose your doctors, you choose your hospitals. These plans have nothing to do with your income and are 30 to 60% less than Obamacare. If you're paying too much for your own health insurance, call American Medical Plans. You deserve better. They will customize a plan managed and chosen by you, not the government. A liberty-loving American takes on Washington, Hollywood, and the whole media establishment. He's Chris Salcedo. Join his fight. Tune in to The Chris Salcedo Show every weekday afternoon on Newsmax. The establishment media is out of touch with the real things real Texans care about. Real news for real Texans. That's what Texas Scorecard does every day. Learn more and subscribe for free. TexasScorecard.com slash Chris. Tons of headlines out there I think you ought to be paying attention to. Here to help me examine and opine on those headlines, Jason Miller, the former Trump 2020 senior advisor, and he's the CEO of Getter, where we live stream uh, every single day. Hello, sir. Chris, good morning. Great to be with you. Great to be with you as well. Uh, Social media platforms like uh, Twitter, the, uh, as you know, communist Twitter, they have been captured on tape. Uh, declaring themselves to be communists and and pleased in suppressing free speech. Uh, Twitter has been suppressing, in my opinion, life-saving medical information for years under this rubric of disinformation. The fact is, all of these discussions are protected speech under our Constitution. Do you think Americans ought to think twice about using a service like Twitter, a private company that runs counter to the U.S. Constitution, and in this case, may, you know, be counter to your health. Well, Americans absolutely should be thinking twice about using big tech platforms, whether it be Twitter or Facebook or Google or any of the others. I mean, let's take a look at Twitter uh, shutting down the comments from the Surgeon General from the state of Florida, Mm -hmm. uh, or even take a look at the way that Google suppresses any conversation of climate change, uh, regardless of what you're saying about it. If it doesn't perfectly toe the line that they want you to be at, then they go and put up a warning or they come up with some sort of blocking it. This is where ultimately the big tech social media platforms are forcing two different groups of society based on whether you want to have independent thought or if you're going to toe the line to their doctrine. i got to be honest with you that if a company is anti-American and Google is, uh, Twitter is, uh, communist uh, devotees of China, Google is, and in Facebook, uh, Zuckerberg, which I'm, we're going to talk about here in a minute, Zuckerberg's just kind of in, on a different planet somewhere. I'm just saying that if if these companies are going to array themselves to undermining the Constitution of the United States and, and are not aligned with Americanism, they shouldn't they certainly shouldn't be protected by the United States Congress from lawsuits, in particular since they're not in compliance with Section 230. Am I wrong? No, you're exactly right there because Section 230 was created to make sure that anyone who's hosting these 
online public forums. Uh, and, of course, this is going back to the 1990s when we are talking about AOL blogs and, and things of that nature. Right. But if you're going to get that Section 230 protection, you should not be able to exercise political discrimination to pick winners and losers in the free speech debate. This is a very critical reform that I hope Republicans bring up as soon as they take back Congress uh, and hopefully the Senate here. Now, speaking of the Chi-Coms, uh, as you may know, a Tesla CEO, Elon Musk, is it's back on the, the purchase of Twitter. And Elon has been weighing in on some international issues, and, and everybody wishes kind of that he just shut up about it, in particular when he weighs in over in saying that, that Taiwan, which is free and under the protection for now of the United States, uh, that, that Taiwan should accept Chinese, some communist Chinese control over their free island. And, and, and I'm thinking to myself, dude, what the hell's the matter with you? What was your reaction? What do you think's going on with Elon Musk? Well, I think this all comes down to dollars and cents. Um, and in particular, how much of that for Musk? is based in mainland China. So you look at the Tesla factory uh, that's located in Shanghai, uh, which is a major aspect of Tesla manufacturing, and they just reported out their record production levels. Uh, Elon Musk is ultimately beholden to the CCP, because he has to be if he wants to continue to do business uh, with regard to, to Shanghai and mainland China. Uh, and so no wonder you see a decision like this being made or comments like this being made with regard to Taiwan. Now, let's take a step back here for a moment. If Musk is able to ultimately control Twitter, why would we think that he's going to be any different when it comes to what the CCP wants him to say or do with regard to Twitter? This is the thing that's always frustrated me with the, the Musk fanboys who have been out there saying, yes, he's going to rescue uh, Twitter. He's going to restore free speech and get conservatives back on there. Wait a minute, he's kowtowing to the CCP, and it's, it, you don't accidentally make a comment like that with regard to Taiwan and their sovereignty. Uh, this, is, this is problematic, and I think he'll do the same thing with regard to Twitter. And isn't that the danger, though, of, of relying on the, the most inhuman regime on the planet, these butchers, these communists, when you rely on them for your, your livelihood— then you've got to make these these apologies for for these butchers, and that's that's the unenviable position that Elon Musk finds himself in. Bingo! You got it exactly right there because it's not just about the reliance there, but also as Americans or even as free people around the world, when we put all of our eggs in such a few baskets with regard to free speech platforms, when there's a lack of decentralization, when it's all located in one place, then a potential owner like Musk comes along, and guess what? If they decide that they need to kowtow to the CCP for other business interests, that's going to impact your free speech. You're going to tell me that Elon Musk, who is now saying that the CCP should control Taiwan, isn't then going to follow their suggestions or their edicts when, uh, as it regards to Twitter? Of course he's going to. Former Trump 2020 senior advisor Jason Miller is our guest right now, folks. He is the CEO of Getter. Now look, when, when the New York Times starts writing about you and you're a left-wing crazy person and the New York Times says, man, that guy's left-wing crazy person, you know you're doing something completely back guano crazy. And this is what Mark Zuckerberg, the, the creator of Facebook, <laughs> is doing. He has earned the ire and the rolling of the eyes 
of the New York Times, which ought to tell you something, over this project of his called the Metaverse. I'm going to need you to, to describe for the folks what is his big idea of the Metaverse. What is it? So the I would say the skeptical side of me is that this is the, the misdirect play or the the way that Zuckerberg is trying to reframe Facebook, knowing that the growth patterns for the company are terrible. I think it's something like only 2% of uh, uh, eighteen year old, people who are 18 or under who are on social media uh, use Facebook. It's, right. just, it, it's not a platform that, that's growing. So what, Musk, or excuse me, what uh, Zuckerberg is trying to do is refocus Facebook uh, to have this thing called the metaverse, which is it's kind of like that that platform Second Life uh, that was a uh, it was a thing about fifteen twenty years ago. Essentially, it's an online video game and kind of an online ecosystem uh, uh. where you can interact with people, you can uh, purchase different goods, uh, you have this this avatar uh, that's really just you as an, an online entity. But it's it's weird, and his employees think it's weird. They're not using it, and <laughs> journalists and other people who've been on it have said this is it's full of weirdos, um, and you don't know who you're talking to. It could be, you know, as President Trump would say, the the proverbial four hundred pound guy in a basement in New Jersey, uh, who's then walking up to you in this metaverse, um, you know, as a schoolgirl or something. Oh. It's creepy. It's weird. Uh, it's not real life. And just go outside. Breathe some fresh air. Interact with, with real people. Um, I love social media. Obviously, that's why I helped to launch Getter. I think it's a great way to connect people and build community uh, and, and give people that, that digital town square uh, to share their voice. But it's no substitute, ultimately, for real life. No, well, no kidding. Uh, and, you know, I've got, uh, you said the words creepy, uh, creepy and, and, and weird. And that's exactly, does, doesn't that describe Zuckerberg himself, kind of creepy, kind of weird? I mean, and, and the New York Times points out that, that Facebook's stock is tanking, uh, that the employees are just kind of smiling and waving, okay, boss, well, we'll do this, yay, just keep the checks coming. Oh my gosh, he's crazy. Uh, th- th- this whole idea of this virtual world he wants to put us all in, it's kind of like the, the worst parts of the Matrix, <laughs> it sounds like to me. It's really creepy. Yeah, no, if there's a uh, kind of a nerd transhumanism version of the Matrix, this would be it. Oh. Uh, and it's, it's creepy. It, does, it, it doesn't even seem like it would be uh, something fun to do. I mean, and, and, and hey, I'm not disparaging all video games. Of course, I'm not disparaging all social media. But to go and to think that mentality that you're on your real life, uh, your human interaction with people is so miserable that you want to recreate another existence as a pretend person with pretend clothes and pretend friends and things like that online. Uh, it's weird. It's creepy. It's it just, it's, uh, I mean, it, when you look at Zuckerberg, does, does anybody think for one second um, that this is inspiring additional conversation or the, the growth of humanity? No, it's kind of a, a weird thing of, you know, wait a minute, does he want us to just plug in uh, to the uh, to the nerd matrix i don't think so yeah you know and, and now that you you describe it i think that this metaverse world of his is an extension of him it's detached it's creepy it's filled with fake friends because he's surrounded by because he's got money it's it fake friends and it's it's an extension of him and i think that uh, folks ought to be rejecting this. This is just this is just too nuts and too weird. And it kind of it kind of shows you once these these cats get so much money. Well, I'm talking Gates. I'm talking uh, Rasputin, the former uh, creator of Twitter. 
Uh, and of course, Zuckerberg, I mean, it, 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 these, these guys tend to be full on nutballs. They're already left wingers, so they're already nutballs. I'm just saying it's, it's, it's just another level of nuttiness. Folks, we're having a conversation with a guy who's grounded <laughs> on mother, on terra firma, Jason Miller. He's the CEO of Getter, uh, the Salcedo Show streams live daily on Getter. Let me talk to you about Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard says, hey, you know what? The, the Democrat Party has become way too extreme, anti-God, anti-faith, anti-prosperity, uh, uh, anti-rule of law. She just goes down the whole list of everything that we've been watching. You know, they're, they're perverts. We've been watching the, the disintegration of the Democrat Party. So she says, I'm out. But she's the only high-profile Democrat to do this. It's a profile in courage in my mind. What about you? Oh, I completely agree. I think that what Tulsi Gabbard is doing is great. I think she's a, a tremendous uh, independent voice, uh, also on Getter. It just shows the, the, her independence. Uh, and I think she has a, a very bright future as a, a leader in America. Now, I don't know exactly what direction that goes. And um, certainly there are a whole multitude of issues uh, in the public policy space where I am very much do not agree with Tulsi Gabbard on. Um, but she is a, uh, a very strong independent voice. And we need more of that, quite frankly. Right. And you know what? I think that you just hit the nail on the head. It's an, it's an independent voice. And she's showing more courage than I would say a Mitch McConnell or a Kevin McCarthy or a, a Paul Ryan type or, or a Mitt Romney. I've got a couple of stories I wanted to run by you. And it's kind of a lengthy setup, but you're going to understand where I'm going with this. There's a story uh, out of this was a couple of weeks ago uh, where Mitt Romney is is backing the opponent, a squishy opponent to Mike Lee. He's trying to oust the, the, the alleged conservative Mike Lee uh, out of Utah. And, of course, that's going to put the possibility of a majority for the Republicans in the Senate at further risk. You got that. Then you got Liz Cheney out there saying she's going to go campaign for a known racist, white racist in Arizona against Kerry Lake. Then you got Larry Hogan out there who is uh, just just can't seem to understand why Americans don't don't like illegal immigration and then on the other side of all this you've got guy uh, like the aforementioned Carrie Lake you've got JD Vance who really put this uh this bug-eyed uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer uh look-alike uh, uh evil character look-alike Tim Ryan in his place in his debate You've got the good guys and the bad guys on the Republican side, those who want to actually be adversaries and opponents to the Democrats, and those who I would say want to surrender to the Democrats. Is, is, is that how you're seeing the split in the Republican Party? Well, I think it's a further call for term limits, uh, to be honest with you. I think this is the too many um, Republicans and Democrats alike. They get to Washington and they get into political power, and then they want to be there to remain there. And that, that really becomes their driving force. How do they remain in power? Now, in the case of, a, say, Liz Cheney, she's uh, broken down and, and bitter because of her primary loss uh, to Harriet Hageman. Um, Mitt Romney now has this, this God complex where he wants to be the one who's running everything, uh, not just in Utah, but I think uh, around the rest of the country. <laughs> Again, he's also broken down and bitter about what happened with his uh, previous run for office. Um, obviously, I mean, he should have won that race in 2012. It's his own fault. It wasn't fault. such a terrible campaign. We would have would have beaten Obama. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's this God complex that far too many 
political leaders have. I've long been a proponent of term limits. I think it's something that we need. I think it's something American people uh, deserve. Keep in mind, we're only a vote short when I came up back in the 90s. Uh, I think we need it now more than ever. Article 5, Convention of States, because you know that the the Mitch McConnells of, of Washington, the Nancy Pelosi's of Washington will never allow it to happen. So we need to go around them. We the people. Article 5, Convention of States. Jason, uh, any parting uh, thoughts of, of other stories that maybe I missed that may be on your mind before I let you go? You know, a lot of exciting activity coming up with campaigns. I would urge people, make sure uh, in states where you can still register to vote, get out and register to vote. Make sure that you're active. Uh, realize who your next member of Congress should be. Participate in that. So many opportunities to show up to these town halls or these debates uh, as we enter down this final month of the, the general election here. Be a part of the democratic process. Be active in voicing your opinion on social media platforms like Getter. And really be a part of this because you don't want to wake up in November and say, well, how did this person get elected if you were sitting on your hands? Yeah, well, you inspired one more question because you mentioned Getter. Uh, every single time I have you on, you're always talking about something you're about to unfurl or something you have unfurled, new technological innovations that make that make Getter uh, head and shoulders above Twitter and other social media platforms. So anything on the horizon or did you just unveil something I'm not aware of? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we're down in the, the final stretches of, of finalizing the details for a platform monetization to allow content creators to be able to actually go and monetize their content with Getter as opposed to having to rely on, say, YouTube or other platforms uh. that are very woke and start to really shut down free speech. So that's the focus at the moment so that we can really help people uh, who are content creators like yourself be able to go and um, exist on platforms that are going to respect your right to free speech. That's the big focus at the moment, but lots of other things come along, including our incorporation uh, into Japan, uh, which is one of our top ten markets where we're growing. So the international expansion continues. And the, really the fun thing last night, Chris, that we had on Getter, we had our first ever Getter's Got Talent uh, which was a live stream that we broadcast last night. <laughs> Tail and door and the engagement team. Sometimes I, I roll my eyes when they come up with these ideas. <laughs> this thing was gangbusters. I think we had something like fifteen or 20,000 people who ultimately watched it. We had Getters wow. Got Talent. It was one of the funniest things. I was, I was eating dinner and watching it, laughing hysterically. If you're on Getter, go back and watch the live stream of Getters Got Talent. Uh, Chris, it, it will make your day. You'll be rolling on the floor laughing. Well, you know what? We need that in this day and age after everything that's going wrong around this country. And, and thank that that's going to be awesome. I got I to go check that out. And yes, anything I can do to help in the monetization department. Uh, folks, <laughs> look, look at it this way. You're defunding the Communist Party of China by getting off of Google, getting off of YouTube, and getting over to Getter. Uh, Jason Miller, the CEO of Getter, sir, always appreciate the visit. Thank you, Chris. And that there is going to do it. Folks, you, you've got to start being more discerning about the social media platforms that you're doing business with. you got to think of it that way. You're doing business. Now, a lot of you folks, oh, I just use it to keep in touch with friends or yada. That, that all translates to money for them. And if you don't want to support communists, socialists inside of social media, then you you got to start branching out. But they're the biggest. Yeah, they're, they're only the biggest because of you. And if millions of Americans say, hey, you know what? You left-wing nutbags at Twitter and Facebook and Google, we're not going to play anymore. Then all of a sudden, they're not the biggest. And then that's when you start defanging and defunding 
those who are working so hard to harm you and your family. That's going to do it for this edition of the Salcedo Storm Podcast. Two websites I want you to check out. The first one is texasscorecard.com. TexasScorecard.com, all the news that impacts Texas. And if it impacts Texas, it's going to impact these United States. Also check out ChrisSalcedo.com. There you can find the Chris Salcedo shows. The first show would be in the morning on AM 700 KSEV, the voice of Texas. There's an app for that, so you can hear it all over the country. The second one happens in the afternoon. The Chris Salcedo Show on Newsmax TV, 4 o'clock Eastern until 5 Monday through Friday and always at home on the Salcedo Storm podcast and anything you can do, folks, to promote the podcast, you'll have your liberty-loving Latinos appreciation and, and many, many, many thanks. So until we visit again, my friends, remember this. A society's worth isn't measured by how much power is stolen by an out-of-control government, or rather how much power is reserved for you and me. In short, we the people. See ya.